Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Friday, it is April 26th, it's 2019, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy for the second day in a row, Will Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Doing great. One of the things I've I've come to discover about baseball pods is that oftentimes, and probably almost every night that we're doing a pod, uh, we're going to be in the middle of a sweat. So th- this is going to be an exciting season. Uh, I know we're still early on, but but this is going to be good. I know you've got a sweat going right now. Uh, I've got a cash line sweat going because all of my bats started playing at in between the 9 and 10 o'clock area. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping for some fireworks here to close this thing out. And, and let's see if I can start making up some ground. Uh, went full fade on the Red Sox. Like uh, I got rid of that inner turmoil and and went full fade and it's paid off somewhat. We'll we'll see if I get a little more out of the Yankees, but uh, well, it's just going to be exciting to, to to sweat and analyze as the year goes on. So so super pumped about that. Yeah, a little sweat going for sure. Um, I have a Seattle Yankees stack on DraftKings uh, with Caleb Smith and Garrett Cole, and all my batters are still going, and I'm like. Um, I'm like nine points behind first place. I'm in 15th place. So it'd be fun to, you know, see how it plays out. But I don't really like sweat. I just want to break down this next slate. Yeah. I am um, I'm traveling uh, today. I'm, I'm heading to Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to the Braves game and then um, uh, Talladega this weekend for the races. But we're staying in Atlanta on Friday night. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to a Braves game. I'm, I haven't been to the new stadium yet. So excited to. Check out the new stadium. If you're going to be at the game, I've had a bunch of people tweet me that they're going to be at the game. Um, feel free to reach out to me. I'll be sitting on the visitor's side, like right behind the dugout, uh, like five or six rows up. So feel free to reach out. If you see me, say hi. Like, I love that kind of stuff. So um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links if you haven't already. That way you'll get three months of Roto-Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft for free. You'll also get any promos that we run with fantasy draft so if you haven't already checked them out will we have 15 games to get through here we have a lot to talk about so let's jump right in first things first there's a lot of weather on this slate and i'm not going to try to be a night before weather person i'm gonna let kevin roth be kevin roth um we are going to break down these games like there's no weather and if there's issues um just read kevin roth's mlb weather report on um friday morning um friday afternoon friday night uh, it's going to be very important today just looking at the, the weather in the night before um there, there's going to be a lot of question marks so kevin roth is going to be busy um here on this friday so will let's jump in we start at san diego at washington matt strom against max scherzer uh do we have any interest here in matthew strom absolutely not yeah, I, I really don't have interest either. He finally looked good in his last start. It was against Cincinnati. He's a guy that was really solid last season, and he finally looked good in his last start. Don't think I can touch him here against Washington. They do have some bats that can really beat him up. Uh, Max Scherzer, 
coming back from a little bit of an injury, um, I kind of expect him to pitch 90-plus pitches here, but I wouldn't be shocked if he goes less than 90. Not typically a guy that goes less than 90. So what are we doing here with Scherzer? Yeah, I, I think he's a better player on DK than on FanDuel. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, let me just get this out of the way. I think it's going to be crazy offense on this slate, and not just because it's 15 games, but I think this is probably one of the widest range of pitchers we've seen all year. So we've got aces up top. We've got guys in the mid-range that should play well or, or pitch well, excuse me, and then we've got guys at the bottom that should just get torched. So I, I, I like Scherzer. Um I think I think he's probably going to concede a little bit of ownership to James Paxton because Paxton has a better ballpark to pitch in, and he, you know, against a, a terrible team. So I think Scherzer is an elite tournament play today. Yeah, I like Scherzer as well. I don't like him as much as I like Paxton. Uh, let me be clear: Paxton is my I, I favorite. Don't. He's my favorite starter on the slate, and we'll talk about him when we get there. But Scherzer is always a guy that has massive upside. Facing a very right-handed heavy team, we know he has a 38% strikeout rate against righties since the start of last season. So the upside in this matchup for Scherzer is massive. Um, let's talk bats here. Is there anything standing out to you on the Padres? No, I, I don't want to play any Padres bats. It's unnecessary. Um, Yeah, I don't think I will go here either on a 15-game slate. The Washington side of things, um, I didn't see... Did they put um, Rendon on the IL yet? He's still dealing with, like, I know he missed, like, three or four games in a row. It'd be interesting to see if he's back in the lineup, because if he's back in the lineup, he's, like, my favorite bat from Washington here. Yeah, I mean, if he is, like I said, he, he's just, he's an elite play. You just, you, I think you'll need to get some exposure, if even if you're not stacking Washington. Uh, the guy will just be in a position to smash. Yeah, I think he's a one-off. I don't really love anything else from Washington. You can make an argument for Jan Gomes at catcher, but that's really all you can make as an argument. Yeah, but I, I don't even think we need him on this slate. All right, moving on. We got Miami at Philly. This is one of the weather games that you're going to have to pay attention to. Jose Arena against Jared Eikhoff. Do you have any interest here in Jose Arena? No. Yeah, he's really struggled to start the season. His XFIP does suggest he's been getting a little unlucky. Um, his is really, really high. So I think, you know, there's going to be spots. Maybe we target Jose Arena in certain spots, but this is not one of them. Um, do you have any interest here in Jared Eikhoff against Miami? No. Yeah. If they have a lot of righties, you can make an argument. Eikhoff, really, really good against righties, struggles against lefties, um, and it is Miami. But if we get weather here, it's going to make the decision really, really easy. Um, Miami bats, is there anything standing out to you here? No. <laughs> Will's like, Stevie, I know you need to go to sleep. Um, so on games I don't like, I'm just going to boom. Um <laughs> Yeah, like Curtis Granderson got a price increase. You know, he was interesting on um, Thursday at 3100 but he got a price increase. So really nothing here for me. Um, oh, Tim Beckham, I think, just hit a home run. Um, sorry. Um, Philadelphia, I hope so because you know I got tons of Beckham today. He did hit a home run. Anyway. Um, 
Philadelphia side of things here against Arena, like obviously Harper and Hoskins, like top targets on this slate. This game being in Philadelphia, um, what are we doing here? Yeah, man, that's why I was giving you all the no's because when it comes to Philly, I am going to Daniel Bryant anoint this team, and it's going to be yes, yes, yes. Philly's been struggling. Uh, hopefully everybody hops off. It's a big slate. Ownership won't matter. I think this is a prime time spot for them to just get back rolling. Uh, Urena giving up tons of hard contact at both sides of the plate. Now, you know, he is giving up some ground balls as well, but he's still giving up line drives. Woba to righties, 401. Woba to lefties, 361. Uh, I, I like the Phillies here, man. I think this is a get-right spot for him. Uh, the whole lineup, Caesar, Real Muto, Harper, Hoskins, Franco. I, I like them all. Uh, I will look to get some Philly exposure uh, on this slate for sure. Yeah, I like Philly a lot as well. Um, if weather is good here, uh, just continue. Like I said, watch the weather. Um, Oakland at Toronto, Mike Fires against Marcus Stroman. Any interest here in Fires? Oh, man. I I, I don't mind Fires. I, I, I think this is a spot that he could pitch well. Um, but he's just been so bad. Like, I, I feel like He's got to turn around. I, yeah, I'm going to fade him. I, I don't need him. The slate's too big. I, I'm going to fade him. Too many guys in this range that we could play like Strowman on the other side. Yeah, for what it's worth, I'm going to have a very condensed pitcher player pool today. I, I like like four or five guys, and I'm going to play those four or five guys. So I'm not playing any fringy guys today. Like, And I think Fires is a fringy guy. I, I think he could go out and have a decent start, but – Toronto's going to be a little hype today. Like, Vlad Guerrero's getting called up. He's going to be making his debut. This game's in Toronto. That place is going to be loud. That place is going to be packed. Let, let's be realistic for a second. I think yeah. the fans are going to show up for Vlad Guerrero's first game. So, um, all right, the other side, do you have any interest in Stroman? Listen, I, I, I do like Stroman. Um, I think he's going to be on the outside looking in for me. Um, you, you all know that. Uh, I play on FanDuel a lot, and uh, at 8K, I just don't think I need him um, at that price. But, I mean, he did have a pretty good game uh, against this team the last time out just just because of uh, the ground ball factor. And I think when the ground balls are rolling and he racks up a few strikeouts, he's limiting damage. Um, but, I, I, like I said, I, I don't think we need him today. So it's going to be a fade for me. Yeah, if, I just don't like the price. I don't mind the price on DraftKings and on Fantasy yeah. Draft, but the price, the people in this price range, I just I like more. So I think Strowman is a good option today. High ground ball guy. He's shown a little bit more strikeout ability this season. He looks healthy, uh, which I think is a huge thing for him. Um, but just not a spot that I absolutely love. Um, Looking at the Oakland bats, obviously there is one bat that I love here, and that's Chris Davis. Yes. We talk about him all the time against sinkers, and like he just mashes sinkers. He has 216 batted ball events against sinkers since 2016. A 433 Woba with a 311 ISO in that range. Um, so absolutely love this spot for Chris Davis as a one-off. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, I mean, we liked in the last spot. We're going to like it in this spot. He's an elite one-off play for sure. 
I think Chapman's okay too. Smaller sample size, but he's been really good against sinkers as well. So, um, Toronto, I think DraftKings did a really great job of pricing Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, he's 4,300 over there, but I think he's very, very, very playable on FanDuel at 3,200. Um, what are we doing with Toronto? What are we doing with Vlad Guerrero Jr.? Yeah, I, I listen, man. I mean, you know, go ahead and embrace the hype. I think, like you said, I think it's going to be packed. I think people want to be there. Uh, he's 3,200. This team is pretty affordable, you know, all the way around. Um, you know, so I, I, I think he's a guy that, that we can look at. Um, I also think we don't need to forget about Mr. Smoke. Uh, he's a little bit more expensive, you know, on, on DK at 4,700. Uh, he's actually even gotten more expensive on FanDuel as well at 4,100. But I, I just don't think we need to forget about him. He's a guy that uh, has, has, you know, really hit well from the left side of the plate. And has has been hitting well recently, so I think he's a guy you, you have to look at. Uh, Rowdy Tellis, if he cracks the lineup, he's twenty five hundred on Fanduel, man. Um, Ooh, really, really, really cheap. I'm, I I think that's the cash game special if you're thinking about playing a few uh, Toronto guys, just to kind of give you an idea of the disparity between the pricings. Uh, he's forty one hundred on DK. That, that's all you need to know. So. Uh, like him a lot, and, uh, you know, I, I think those are the guys you kind of look at. Obviously, we're always going to like um, our, our outfielder there, Mr. Gritchick, uh, just, just so much power. Uh, but those are kind of the guys I look at. Smoke, Guerrero, if Rowdy cracks the lineup, those would be my favorite three Toronto bats. Yeah, um, Guerrero, Smoke, tells the guys that I had written down. I, I do want to say, like, I don't know if this is not sustainable by any means, but Eric Sogard at the top of that order has been really, really oh, decent. Um, his price has come up. It'd be interesting to see if he plays too. Um, I'm interested to see what this lineup looks like with Vlad Guerrero Jr. So it'd be interesting to see if Sogard's even in the lineup. Uh, but if he is, he's interesting. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got Tampa at Boston, another game that potentially has some weather. Charlie Morton against don't know um we don't know i was watching that game did not know who was gonna they said um they do not know who's gonna start yet for the red Sox. so obviously that makes our job a little bit tougher um let's let's talk because man it could be a bullpen game it could be really interesting so we don't know who's starting for boston yet but let's talk charlie morton do we have any interest in charlie morton that point now where Maybe maybe we're afraid of Boston again. And, and by afraid, I mean not having a reason to target them. I, I like Charlie Morton as a pitcher, man. Uh, I, I think I think he's going to be fine. I actually think he'll be fine in this start. But I just think the slate is so big, I don't have a reason to risk playing him against a high-powered offense. So while I think he could be okay uh, at 8,500, I, I – or Colin McHugh. And so in that range, I just don't think he's necessary. So I'm just going to fade him. Yeah, I don't I, – I'm with you. It's getting to that point where I think we legitly need to start thinking like Boston's back. Um, they look a lot better at the plate, and, you know, sometimes they just need a home series. But I'm not going to play Morton today. I can understand why you would play Morton today. 
I don't think it's going to stop raining throughout this whole game, and I don't think it's going to matter for what it's worth. Um, no clue who's starting for Boston. If it's a righty, I think Brandon Lau at the top of the order is interesting. Choi is interesting. Diaz is interesting. But I really want to pay attention and see who's starting here for Boston. And they might get bailed out by this this game potentially getting rained out too. Yeah, it's it's definitely possible. And uh, let me ask you this: If it rains out, do you think they move? Do you think now they got the extra day? You think they reset the rotation? I do. I do think that. Unless they play a, I don't know, because like Tampa and Boston, they play each other so much throughout the season because they're in the same division. Yeah. But unless they do like a day day night doubleheader on like Saturday or Sunday or something, um, I I could see them moving the rotation around a little bit. Okay. Yeah, when the, when the coach says, I have no idea who I'm going to start, you know, obviously that's not what you want to hear uh, from your head coach. <laughs> um, do we like any Boston bats here against Charlie Morton? Um, he's been very good against righties this season. Yeah, see, that's that's the other thing. It's like this weird – so, obviously, I, I don't want to target Boston. I think if I was going to play a guy, I think it would be Mookie or, 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 or Moreland or, or J.D. I think it would be one of those guys. Um, just because I guess I feel like they they have the upside, but I, I don't I still don't think the Boston team is necessary on this slate. So I'm kind of in no man's land where I'm not going to play Morton because I, I don't want to play him against Boston because they could touch him up for four runs and, and that could be all they score and that would be enough to take him out of any type of upside. Um, and Boston can still not get the job done. So that, that's kind of where I'm at. Don't really want to play Boston guys, but if I had to. Uh, that you know, one of Betts, Moreland, or, or uh, JD as one-offs is kind of how I would approach it. Yeah, Betts is starting to warm up at the plate. Um, so I, obviously, I don't mind Betts. Um, the other guy that Michael Chavez, Chavez guy, like Fenway was built for this guy. He doesn't have a ton of power, but he can get it up in the air. Like he has an uppercut type of swing. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't ever mind a little cheaper guy, but we're going to have to pay attention to the weather in this one. Another weather game, I guess it's like the whole Northeast. Um, Milwaukee at New York, we have Chase Anderson against Jacob deGrom. Um, do you have any interest here in Chase Anderson if the weather's okay? No, I will not be playing Chase Anderson. Now, he's one of the guys, you know, I, I remember last year, he, or maybe it was the year before. God, I hope I'm not getting my DFS – times mixed up but he just went on this incredible run where it was just strikeout central do you remember that i mean last year the start of the year and we were all like where did this guy come yeah yeah going complete game shutouts just but listen that that, i think that time is long gone i i I do think for the price i think it's fair he is he is going to get somewhat of a bump being outside of uh uh uh, not Coors Field, or as I'm about to call it, Coors Field. Anyway, being outside of his home stadium and uh, Miller Park, geez, being outside of out of his uh, home stadium and and being in New York at City Field. So I, I do think he could pitch well for the price. Uh, do I need him today? I, I don't think so. Yeah, and like the Mets have been better this season. Like they're they're a team that is certainly you know taking the next step this season. Cano. Certainly helped that lineup. Conforto's been hitting good. Alonzo's come out of nowhere, and just he's been healthy, and he's hitting the ball really well. So it's not necessarily a spot that I'm afraid of uh, for Anderson. But, again, um, I don't think I would necessarily end up there because there's still not a lot of strikeouts in the middle of this order. So 
And it's another weather game, so. Yeah, another weather game. Jacob DeGrom, um, you know, they pushed his start back. They scratched him from the start with an elbow injury. As much as I love Jacob DeGrom, I'm going to take the wait-and-see approach here. If there's any type of weather, like, obviously it makes it easier, but I'm going to – I'm gonna, I want to see a start from DeGrom after seeing a couple starts where he didn't really look like Jacob DeGrom, if you know what I mean. Um you know, he he allowed nine earned runs in his last two starts. So I need to see DeGrom have a have a game before I go out there. And I think it makes it easier that he's facing Milwaukee and he's the second highest price pitcher on the slate. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. And and listen, with the, with DeGrom, I did feel like I picked up on some indicators that something was wrong. And so I, I ended up uh, I think there was one game where, where Milwaukee, not Milwaukee, he was playing Minnesota, and I saw some numbers, and I didn't play DeGrom that day, but I said, man, I think something's off here. Just Things were just really out of whack. Fly ball rate, exit velocity, hard hit percentage, and it's the same thing that was going on with Carrasco. You see these guys, they kind of go into DL, and, and hopefully he's fixed it. Uh, we'll see where he's at after two or three starts, but I'm with you. I don't think I have to play him today. I know I've said that for several pitchers, but trust me, we're going to get to some guys that I'm in love with uh, down the stretch here. But, you know, just kind of at the front end of the slate, I really don't want to play a lot of these guys. Um, Let's talk bats here. Is there any Milwaukee bats that you like against DeGrom? I, I honestly think if, if this is a spot where I think if I'm going to play Milwaukee – I think I'm going to stack them. Now, that, that's not my intention as of this slate right now. But if you think DeGrom's coming back from injury and may have some struggles, I don't think I take one-offs in this spot. I think I go Yelich, Grandal, Shaw, Moose, Braun. Think, I, think, I think I stack this team if I, if I really think DeGrom's going to struggle. Yeah, I think Dames is going to start getting a little bit more starts over Jesus Aguilar, who's struggling at the plate right now. He so really Dames, um, you know, I, I think they're going to start really start platooning those guys, and Thames is going to start seeing the field a little bit more. But um, uh, New York Mets bats. Chase Anderson, really good strikeout stuff this season. He's more of a fly ball guy that gives up a lot of hard contact, though. So, you know, anytime that happens, you know, we like to look at ground ball hitters, and Nimmo's a guy that, you know, typically hits ground balls. I don't really love anybody from the Mets here, but I think you can – play Nimmo, Alonzo, Cano, or Conforto. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I do like Pete Alonzo a lot today, uh, even though, you know, I, I, I like him. I do think he would be in my one-off pool for sure. Just the ISO looks good, Woba looks good, walk rate looks good. He's a guy I think I would include in that pool for sure. All right, um, Colorado at Atlanta. Like I said, I'm going to this game, so obviously I instantly have interest. Um, Sensatella <laughs> against Max Freed. I really don't like Sensatella here, even though I will say, like, the Braves, dude, I'm, I'm, I know I said I wasn't going to sweat, but Luke Voigt's coming up with bases loaded here, and nobody in front of me has Luke Voigt. For one time, can Voigt do what he's supposed to do here and hit a home run? But anyway... Um, <laughs> listen, listen, I've got Brett. I have Gardner. the next five guys. Like, just come on, Yankees. <laughs> I, I've got Brett Gardner right behind Voight. So can, can <laughs> you, if, if you could just maybe 
deal with like a void single two RBI. I, I, no, nah, I'm just kidding, man. I, I don't wish bad things on anybody. So if, if both of these guys could crush, that would be great. Uh, our Seattle stack has already come through. These guys are up 12 0. So I, I mean, I've, I've, I'm very satisfied with my stance on fading Boston. Now, if I can just get a few more push from the Yankees, I'll be good. Yeah, Void home run here would shoot me, I think, up the <laughs> first. So, all right. Um, I don't really like Sensatella here. I will do. I will say like the the Braves game ran a lot later than they were hoping in the Cincinnati game. You know, was they had a, a weather rain delay. Big yeah, rain. long weather delay there. So, um, obviously that might hurt them a little bit. But Sensatella, he's been really really good against lefties. Um, high ground ball guy. Um, just throws a lot of fastballs though, and I don't think you want to necessarily throw a lot of fastballs against a a younger Braves team that, you know, hits fastballs well. So I'm going to pass on Sensatella. Do you have any interest in Sensatella? And you can go ahead and talk about Max Fried. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't have any interest in Sensatella, but I, I do have tons of interest in Max Fried. I just like what he's doing. I, I'm, I'm really pleased with what the, uh, what the Braves are doing this season as far as just letting our young pitchers play. Uh, Fried has, has been pitching well. Uh Looks like the K numbers aren't there this season for right now. Uh, but, you know, if you look at it kind of combined for the past two seasons, the K rate's there and XFIP's down. Well, he does walk guys a little bit too much, and I, obviously I don't like that. But what's, what looks really good this year, the same thing about Sensatella, is the ground ball rate is at 56.7%. Uh, and, and really he's crushing righties. He, he's almost like – a better Sean Newcomb. And what I mean by that is Newcomb's obviously a good pitcher, but just reverse blitz. I mean, he's just, he's mowing down righties. The ground ball rate is astronomical. They're really not able to get to him, which is, which is good uh, because one of the best hitters on this team is Nolan Arenado. And I'm not saying Nolan won't get a hold of one or story, but it's just good that he's going to favor that side of the plate a little bit more. Um, and so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And so he's a guy, I think in that price range, uh, especially on, on DraftKings. He's a guy I really like today and uh, I think could, could pitch really well. Yeah, I like him a lot as well. I'm certainly going to play him, you know, going to this game. Um, I like him. Um, when we're looking at the Rockies, you know, they're 26 in Woba this season against left-handed pitching. They're 29th in Woba on the road this season. So obviously this is a good spot for the Rockies just in general. Um, so or not Rockies, Max Freed. Um, and like he has the strikeout upside. You know, you're worried about Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. They're very, very good against lefties. Like those are the two guys you're certainly worried about um, in this spot. If he can get around those two guys, he should have a lot of upside and, you know, have his, have his chance at a really good game here. So worry about the pitch count and I worry about Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. Um, but yeah, so just an update Voight struck out on three straight pitches and Brett Gardner walked on four straight pitches. So, uh, Oh gosh, well, <laughs> never I... fails, buddy. Never fails. Still got bases loaded now with Gary Sanchez, but some people have Sanchez oh, in front of me, gosh. but so I would not least... hate anything right here. Um, let's talk Rockies bad. I guess we kind of already talked about the Rockies batters, right? It's story and Arenado. If you're playing Rockies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, I think that's definitely, definitely what you're doing. Um, yeah, I think that's what you're doing. Um, let's talk Braves. Um, 
you know, I really like Ronald Acuna on Ronald Acuna bobblehead night. Um, I'm going to get me a Ronald Acuna bobblehead. I'm going to make sure I'm there early enough to get a Ronald Acuna bobblehead. But, you know, when, when we look at the Braves against fastballs, Ronald Acuna has just absolutely mashed fastballs since getting called up. This, you know, Sensatella throws his fastball 72% of the time. Albies, Donaldson, Freeman. I like the Braves here, not only because I'm just going to this game, but I think Sensatella throws too many fastballs for my liking here. Man, look, Steve, you played baseball, and that, that's why I, I love being able to kind of hang out with you on the pod and, and talk some of these things through. I didn't play as long as you did, obviously, but because uh, I kind of cut my career short in high school. But fastball is what you're taught to hit, like, from the time you start swinging a bat. And when a guy's going to throw a fastball 72% of the time to both sides of the plate, might I add, and you look up and down this Braves lineup, I mean, the first four bats are all above a 300 ISO, all above a 40%. Exact. And his average exit velocity is at 100 miles an hour. He's probably going to hit a home run today. It, it's it, Listen, nothing in baseball is – like guaranteed, it's zero floor. I talked about that already. But Acuna has the highest likelihood to hit a home run on this team. Everything just matches up. These top four bats could have a field day here uh, if it, if they get a hold of one and he throws a few meatballs across the plate. So uh, I, I like this Braves top four. I like Dansby Swanson as well. He's another guy that I like. Um, these first four bats, and maybe, you know, maybe I don't play Marcakis today, even though he's the guy I like to get in my stacks because he's always, like, the lowest on. Um, so I probably, maybe I don't fade him just because I know he's got upside as well. But the these first four bats, man, elite tournament plays, elite. Yeah, and, like, so the thing um... – the thing about like uh, a guy like John hard hit rate, like absolutely love Josh Donaldson here against um, fastball throwing Sensatella. Moving on, Cleveland at Houston. Corey Kluber, Colin McHugh. Another good showdown here um, in Houston. Um, two really good pitchers again. Uh, do we have any interest here in uh, Corey Kluber? Uh, no. I, man, it's weird. I, I do feel like the strikeouts are going to come back for Kluber. Yes, the price is too cheap, but I, I, don't, I don't think we need Corey Kluber here. I've got another guy that I just like a whole lot more than him, so he's also going to be on the outside looking in. Uh, and he hasn't pitched terribly this year. He's got touched up a little bit, but I don't see anything that's out of whack on him. Uh, so if, if you're deciding that you want to play Corey Kluber at 8,900 because he's Corey Kluber and you know he's capable, I, I really understand the play. I just can't do it because there are other guys in this range that I like more that I feel like have a, a, that, that have a much better matchup. Yeah, what's interesting here about Corey Kluber and uh, is just his sinker has been his terrible pitch this season. It's been awful. Everybody's hitting it, hitting it hard and, and everything. So, um, 
the Houston batters actually struggle with sinkers uh, is something that we've kind of noticed um, recently. So it, it's just very interesting to see how this one's going to play out. I don't hate Kluber. I don't love Kluber here today. He's not a guy that I'm going to go out of my way to play. We saw Trevor Bauer only get three strikeouts on Thursday. Um, so I'm just going to stay away yeah. from. Yeah. And, and like, so on the other side of this game, Colin McHugh, I have a little bit more interest in McHugh than I do Kluber been really good against righties this season um but his numbers against lefties have been sneaky good too what are we doing here um with colin McHugh? yeah i i absolutely have interest in McHugh. uh i just like what i'm seeing now you know as far as what he's doing at the plate this year 26 percent k rate 3.79 uh xfip uh hard hit rate has actually you know been down overall uh, between both bats, I mean, only 23%, um, you know, to lefties and about 30% to righties. So I, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, you know, e exit velocity is in line as well. So, you know, all these things combined, I I, I just I, I like them. And then, you know, you go and look at his price. He's 8300 No way I would play Kluber at 89 over Colin McHugh at 8300 today. Uh, no way I played Morton over McHugh, Strom over McHugh. So I, I just – I really like the price. I think it's fair. I think he can go out and get you 20 to 25 DK points. I think he can go out and get you 40 to 45 uh, fan duel points today. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I like his upside for sure. Um, Cleveland Bats, is there anything that stands out to you here? Well, Leonis Martinez has been hitting the ball really well. I know he hit a solo shot today, but Jake Bowers, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake Bowers was another one. Uh, you know, and, and we look at what McHugh's throwing. I mean, look, man, he, he's sitting on a slider all, all day long. Not, not all day long, but you know, especially the righties, he's at about forty-seven percent. Um, and so, you know, and then the lefties is at at about thirty-eight percent. You look at what these guys have, have, are, are doing the sliders. You know, Lindor looks really good. Uh, I don't want to overact the Tyler Naquin because it's 45, you know, batted ball events. But if if you just go on pure sliders alone and you look at him, if Naquin enters the lineup, he looks really good against the slider. So maybe he's a guy you throw in, last piece in, you stack your lineup with all the bats, and you need a cheap guy. Maybe he's a guy that you can fill in there. But I think right now Lindor would kind of be my guy that I would, I would target. All right. Um, sweat update. Gary Sanchez flew out. So nobody had Sanchez in front of me either. So, so that, but that kills the rally. I know it, 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 it ended <sighs> the inning. Um, that's, that's what I hate, man. I don't, I don't like getting the rally killed. I mean, they, so, all right, guys. So please just give me like this 20 seconds. This has happened to the Yankees about three or four times on this slate. Bases <laughs> loaded. Toshman, Sanchez, uh, I think Sanchez might have might have done this two or three times. It's just, God, man, they've just gotten the rally killed too many times. It's hurting us. All right, sorry, I got that out. Yeah, Tochman, Tochman, and um, Torres are going to be leading off the next inning, and nobody in front of me has them, guys. So the sweat's still alive. I'm eight points out of first place. Nobody, nobody has them in front of me. So yeah, just need a couple hits. Um. Bats in this game? Is there anybody from Cleveland or Houston? Like, I know you said Martin, 
is okay, but is there anybody in like Houston? Like, I'm not going out of my way to play any bats in this game for what it's worth. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, listen, Breg- Bregman just looked good across the board. Like, he's a guy I feel like just across the board just matches up with everything you're looking for. Uh, you know, and you talked about uh, the sinker and how right now, you know, Kluber's getting destroyed. I know you didn't bring up the numbers, but man, the ISO's at 424, the hard hit rate's at 59%. Just whoo, he's getting crushed. Well, you know, you look at Bregman, you look at Brantley, but Bregman across the board, I think, is is the one guy that I would take uh, if, if I had to play one bat from this team. Yeah, um, I don't mind Bregman. I'm with you. I think that's fine. Um, moving on, we got uh, Baltimore and Minnesota. Alex Cobb against Martin Perez. Um, any interest in Alex Cobb? Uh, no, I... I I, I'll just get this out of the way right now. I don't have interest in either one of these pitchers. You don't have an interest. You don't have interest in Perez, a lefty against Baltimore. I sure don't. I, I sure don't. I've done crazier things. Well, I can't lie. Like the fact that he's sixty-eight hundred, I've done crazier things. But don't think I'm gonna pull the trigger on this slate. I like some seven K guys that we are yet to get to. Um, Baltimore bats. Do we like any of the Baltimore bats? I like Trey Mancini today. I like Mr. Nunez today. These two guys, uh, I, I think they've got some sticky. Now, the problem is I think it's going to be a little cooler in Minnesota, uh, so the weather may not be in our favor, but I, I, I still like these two guys. I, I think they could I think they could go long here, and um, I, I don't think they'll get a whole lot of ownership. Uh, you know, as of right now, Perez hasn't had a whole lot of starts. But, you know, the hard hit rate is up. The exit velocity is up. Uh, you know, so I, I I, don't mind targeting him at all. And uh, so, those, but those would be the two guys if I had to take any, any of the bats. Yeah, Dwight Smith Jr., I keep saying it against lefties. He's shown a lot yeah. of promise against lefties. Um, smaller sample, but, you know, something we can continue to ride. He, he's expensive, so he's going to be very low on. Um the Minnesota side of things here, they're an interesting stack, you know, depending on the weather and everything. Like Alex Cobb is always a guy that I like to stack against. He's a guy that gives up a ton of hard contact, a ton of power. His exit velocity is through the roof. Um, he doesn't walk a lot of guys, which is I think is great for stacking. Like I kind of like the Minnesota stack here. Yeah, man. So, and I'm so glad you pointed that out, Steve, because you know I'm I'm all into the. That's just kind of the, some of the things I lean on, man. And I like to lean on trends. I like to lean on, you know, what's been happening the past few starts. And, you know, if you just look at what's happening this season, it's it's uh, it's bad. It's it's really bad. And when, when, when you've got a guy that's got an exit velocity at 97, over 97 miles per hour to righties, uh, I I, th- I think you gotta like a guy like Nelson Cruz today. You gotta like a guy like CJ Crone today. These two guys could just put in some work on Mr. Cobb. Two of my favorite bats on the slate. Uh, really like what? Well, really like the potential that they have in this spot. Um. All right, moving on. Detroit at Chicago. Daniel Norris against Carlos Radon. Two lefties facing off against each other here, and um. Uh, do we have any interest in Daniel Norris? 
<sighs> Boy, I, I want to call him Chuck Norris. Yeah, we can roll with that, man. Listen, we can come up with our own nicknames. We're not trying to insult the players, you know. It just gives no. us a good point of reference. I don't. I don't think I'm going to play Norris though. Uh, I, I. I don't. I don't think he's a bad pitcher, but I don't think he's great. I don't think I need him today. Uh, you know, so he's just a guy that I'm just not going to play. He's 6900, but I still don't think it's worth it. Not when we can get other guys in this in this mid seven to eight K range. Yeah, I don't really like him that much. I do think he has potential to go out and have a good start. I think lefties against or yeah, lefties against Detroit are going to be interesting all season, or against Chicago are going to be interesting all season. Um, one thing that I do want to point out here: this is going to be a really important day to be paying attention to weather, like we've said. But this is a good game to kind of check the weather edge tool here at Rotor Grinders um, because we're going to get some wind blowing out here in Chicago and doesn't matter as much here as it does at Wrigley, but it will be interesting to see how over the past, you know, since 2000, like weather in this, in this range has done. So um, one of my favorite pitchers on this slate though, is Carlos Radon. He's been absolutely fantastic to start the season. He gets a matchup here against the, I don't think they can hit anything against lefties, Detroit um, Tigers, like, he just went out and put up 24 against this team, and I think that he's in, in line to have another really good start here against them. Yeah, man, th this is hands down my favorite pitcher on the slate outside of one other guy, but for the price, absolutely my favorite pitcher. Uh, and I think you guys already know, no secret, it's Paxton. But in this price range, man, I, I, I just don't see how you fade Rodon. And then when you go over to FanDuel, uh, and you've, you've really got to make a decision because you can only play uh, two, you know, one pitcher. I mean, Rodon's 9,400 and Paxton's 11K. You know, it, it depends on how you're trying to construct your lineups, but I, I love Rodon today. When you look at this lineup on Plate IQ, Stevie, one of the easiest ways to read Plate IQ at a glance is green and red. It's just, uh, it's not overthinking it. If you pull it up and you've got a picture, pitcher's picture, you see Mr. Rodona, you look at the left, and you see a bunch of red on the left side of the plate with all the bats, it means Mr. Rodona should probably have a pretty good day. If you pull up Mr. Rodona, you look at the bats, and you see a bunch of green, he, he may not have as good a day as you expect. But when I'm looking at the K rates, man, the bottom of this lineup, 50%, 33%, 36 34 uh, Miggy's at 31 Candelario at 40 this lineup is awful against left-handed pitching. Rodon's my favorite pitcher today, especially in this price range. Yep, I like him a lot. I don't really like any of the Detroit bats. None of them stand out to me. Um, Nick Castellanos had his first home run of the season on Thursday. It would have not went out of any other ballpark. He hit Penske pole or in right field at um, Fenway. What is it, 301 or something to the pole? Like... Yeah, um, good. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to play him here. I'm not going to really play anybody from Detroit. I really like this spot for Carlos Rodon. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. Um, the White Sox side of things, like I think Tim Anderson and Jose Abreu are interesting. Um, Jimenez is supposed to be back, you know, whether it be McCann or Castillo um, catching, they're both good against lefties. Like, I will use some 
White Sox bats as one-offs, maybe two or, you know, in a lineup. But I'm not going to go crazy here unless the weather tells us, unless the wind tells us otherwise. Yeah, and, and that, that's one thing. I'm so glad you brought that back up, Stevie. If this wind is blowing out, because, I mean, right now, if you kind of look at the weather, it's showing like blowing out at about 14 miles per hour. I don't care what stadium you're in except San Francisco. The wind's blowing out at 14 miles an hour. I think it's always going to be a bump to bats. It, in my humble opinion, of course, Kevin Roth will tell you otherwise and, and put us on the right path, straight and narrow. But, yeah, I, I think the Chicago guys are affordable. Even though Abreu's at 4,500, I still think that's affordable. I even like Alonzo at 3,800. I don't, I don't mind a lefty-lefty here. Uh, you know, you, you've got – uh, Mr. Anderson at 4,900, who's been expensive. I don't think he'll get any traction. So I, I like these guys today, but I'm with you. I don't. I don't know if I'll stack them. I'll probably now. I, I I think I would be leaning the stack if if Roth can kind of give us confirmation that hey, this this weather will really boost the uh, the the run scoring. But if not, then I definitely think these guys are in elite one off spots. Um, let's see here. Cincinnati at St. Louis, Anthony Descalfani against Michael or Miles Mikolas. Um, any interest here in Descalfani? No, I don't have an interest in either of these pitchers, Stevie. <laughs> I have a slight interest in Descalfani, and the reason that I do is when we're looking why. at yeah, when we're looking at this slate. There's not really a cheap pitcher on this is more of a FanDuel play for what it's worth. There's not really a cheap pitcher on FanDuel that I can stomach. Um, you know, I, I think you can live in that 8K range on FanDuel today and it's fine. But like under like Max Freed, there's not really an option down there that I like. So I think like on FanDuel, Anthony Descafani is very interesting. He's gonna face seven six or seven righties here and we know he has strikeout ability against righties and if he gets you like 35 fantasy fanduel points at 6400 and your bats that you're paying up for to play him um go off like it's probably gonna end up being a solid day um so i that that's where i kind of like him i think i think he's in play on DraftKings too but I think he's more of a Fanduel play today. If he was like sixty, I guess like seventy one hundred, he's probably my favorite pitcher down in that range. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Um, I'm, I'm with you one hundred percent on the Fanduel call. I, I like the price there for sure. Vogelbach just hits everything. That guy just hits everything. He's just he's he's becoming quickly becoming one of my favorite players in MLB. Um, let's talk. Oh, do you have any interest in Miles Mikolas? No, no, no Mikolas today. Man, he was really good last year. Hit his spots, um, limited the damage, but man, he's been awful this season against lefties. Going to face quite a bit here. Uh, do we have any interest in the Reds' bats? I do. Uh, I, I do like the Reds' bats. Uh, let, let's hope the weather is good, which I mean, and, and, and by good, I mean I would like for it to be slightly warm. Uh, with a little bit of wind blowing out, I think that would help the run scoring. But yeah, man, uh, I, I like the Reds. Winker, Dietrich, uh, Votto, uh, uh, Shebler. Uh, I and of course, I don't play any red stacks without Eugenio Suarez. So 
Uh, just sign me up for him as well. I, I like these guys today. I think they're a nice secondary stack for me, you know, outside of the primary ones that I'd be looking at. Uh, fair enough. Um, I like the lefties more than the righties, but I, I don't mind any of these bats. Dietrich is the guy that I really like. I really want Dietrich to crack, crack the lineup. Like, he's been really, really good, sneaky good this season, and um, – I don't think a lot of people will end up playing him, but no, he's second. Votto's thirty eight hundred. Like nobody's. I don't play Joey Votto. Like friends don't let friends play Joey Votto. Like we don't let friends play Nikola Vucevic. Not Vucevic, Jokic. Let let me say Uh, this: I won't play Joey Votto right now. Or, or uh, let me say this: I I think I would play him at this price in a stack. I, I think it's fair. When it gets a little warm and he goes out there to Great America Small Park. Like I, you better play some Joey Votto at some point because he's going to hit. He's going to have a two home run game. He's going. You know what I'm saying? Like when it gets warm, he gets back to Cincinnati. He's going to crush out there. He can right, have right. that two home run game. I'll lose money that night, and then I'll rake the next ten days that people are playing him. Like Joey Votto is a very good real life baseball player, but anybody that chokes up with two strikes, I don't want in my DFS team. Um, St. Louis bats. Descafani's been good against righties, but he's been awful against lefties. Do we look at Matt Carpenter here? Yeah, and I, th- I think another guy you look at, which I-, I didn't expect this guy to have, you know, the season he's having. He's playing really well right now. Colton Wong uh, playing really well this year. Uh, you know, started out the season, I think, with a two-home run game, and it's kind of continued. He hasn't really tailed off. Now, he's not hitting two home runs every game, but the K rate is down 14%. The ISO is up 233 what was at 418 and the walk rate is at 17.1%. And this guy, you know, he's been playing so well on a site like FanDuel. He's been priced up to, I think, around 3,500, even batting in the eight hole every game almost. So that, that tells you how good he's been playing. He's 3,600 uh, on the slate, but I still like him. I think if you decided to play a St. Louis stack, I think he's a guy you want to get in there. Um. Ozuna's been really hot. I've talked about him multiple oh. times. He's a streaky hitter. If you want to play him, I have no issues with it. Um, all right, moving on. We got the Angels and the Royals. Uh, Tyler Skaggs against Danny Duffy. Um, Duffy making his first start of the season. Do we have any interest here in Tyler Skaggs? Uh, no. no. No Tyler Skaggs at all. Uh, numbers out of whack. Not playing him today. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see like what if we get a pitch count and like how what what it would be here because the Royals are not very good against left-handed pitching. Um so if we got something set in stone, I think he'd be a little bit more interesting, but I'm hoping the ankle injury was why he was not pitching very well. Um so I slight interest in Skaggs. He's not going to walk people. He's going to throw a lot of strikes. And with the Royals not being great against lefties, he's a little interesting. Um, I love lefties against the Angels, but there is zero chance I play Danny Duffy. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, We're talking about friends. Don't let friends play Votto. Jokic, just add Danny Duffy to that list. Had one really good season. uh, But, man, he keeps getting hurt. Maybe he'll – and I think he'll kind of correct some things before the year is out. But I'm telling you right now, uh, first start, Danny Duffy, just load up the Angels. They, they should destroy Duffy on this slate. 
Yeah, Fletcher, cheap, batting leadoff. Uh, Mike Trout, obviously, is Mike Trout. Simmons has been really good against lefties this season. Those would be the three guys that I would target the most here. Um, and, and if the catcher, uh, what is his name, Smith? Yeah, Smith and Luke Croy. They've been playing them both because they've been out so many bodies. Yeah, so if, you know, either one of those guys, cheaper catchers, I don't hate them. Smith has multiple hits in three of the last four games, too. Um, any Royals bats that you like here? Uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm always going to like some Whit Merrifield. Uh, I don't hate Mondesi, and you know I don't hate Billy Hamilton. Now, now Gordon is a guy I've just been playing because, man, he, he's just been playing well this year, just, just bottom line. So if I was going to build a stack today, I think today would be my 9-1-2-3 stack. Uh, Hunter Dozier's been playing well, too. Uh, I, I don't hate him, but uh, I think those would be the only – the five guys that I would look at out of the nine that I would actually play. Um. All right, moving on. We got the Cubs at Arizona. Kyle Hendricks against Robbie Ray. Uh, do we have any interest here in Kyle Hendricks against the Cubs? Who's or not against the Cubs? Against the Diamondbacks. Well, we're, we're going to see what this team is made of. They just went to Pittsburgh and put on a show and now they're going to come back home and score zero runs for five games. Uh, I'm just kidding, but no, I don't have any interest in, in Hendricks today. Not necessarily. He's not, he's not a necessary play. Um, yeah, I don't really like him either. Do you have any interest here in Robbie Ray? Man, when, when are we going to get 12 strikeout, 10 strikeout Robbie Ray? And he finally kind of get through six innings and not give up any runs. Um, at 9,100, I, I don't – I want to play Robbie Ray because I know the upside is there. I can't play Robbie Ray because he's unnecessary with all these other guys in the 9 to 8K range that are just better than him right now in much better matchups. Yeah, and the roof being open in this game certainly makes it a little bit easier to fade Robbie Ray. A um, lot of power in the middle of this lineup, which obviously is another reason to fade Robbie Ray. They do have some strikeouts here in the middle of this lineup, but they've been striking out more against righties than lefties this season. Um, let's talk bats. The Cubs bats, like, Baez, right? Like, Baez, maybe like Chris Bryant. Does Chris Bryant finally get it going? But Javi Baez has just been mashing the baseball. Yeah. Um, listen, man, when a guy is starting the season with a 6'11 ISO, 5'91 Woba, and this is with a 25% K rate. Fly ball rate at 66.7%. Uh, he's scorching hot, man. And, you know, if he can keep the K rate down, he's going to be MVP discussion again. So I, I, I like him. One of the best plays on the slate, I think. Uh, anybody else from the Cubs? Yeah, uh, David Boti if, if he cracks the lineup. And then Wilson Contreras, while I don't like – the Contreras K rate on the season, he's playing a lot better this year than he did last year. Last year, I don't know what was going on at the plate, but this season, man, he's looked great. I think that, you know, that trio of players, uh, those would be the guys that I would look at. Yeah, you can make a nice little, like, three-man stack there. Baez, Contreras, Boat. Um, what are we looking at here on the Arizona side of things? Man... If you believe in hot streaks, you almost need to play these guys. Uh, Escobar, Peralta, Christian Walker, Marte. 
these guys have been just on fire uh, in Pittsburgh. Like I said, we'll see what happens when they get back home. But I, I do like Peralta here, uh, and I do like uh, uh, Escobar. These are two guys that that, that I really like. Uh, I think they could have have big games. Like you know, we we talked about the roof being open. Uh, it's going to benefit them as well. You know, we we've got you know. Uh, uh, Hendricks throwing the sinker to righty 73% of the time, uh, 20% of the time to lefties, but then he's throwing the changeup. I I, I I I like a couple of these guys, but Peralta, Escobar, those are two guys I like the most. Yep, definitely don't mind Peralta or Escobar. Uh, Pittsburgh, Adelaide taking on the Dodgers. We got Chris Archer against Ryu. Uh, any interest here in Archer? Man, I feel like I should have interest in Archer. But I think you know my philosophy. If this was a four-game slate, it'd be a lot different. It's 15 games. I have zero reason to target Chris Archer against the Dodgers. So I'm just gonna fade him. Yeah, I'm not playing a pitcher against the Dodgers. <laughs> I, I've done made up my mind. Um, and then Ryu on the other side, like while oh, Pittsburgh man. doesn't really strike out against righties, they strike out a little bit against lefties. Can we play Ryu? He's been a little bit of reverse splits. They're going to throw a lot of righties at him. I'm trying to make the argument for myself, but I, I like Ryu today, man. Um, I, I reverse splits or not, I just think these guys aren't going to be, really be able to touch him up too much. I mean, the whole bottom of this lineup right now: fifty-five percent, forty-six percent, thirty-three percent, twenty-seven percent. That's the projected lineup. Obviously, they may switch switch a few guys in or out, but uh, I like him here. Um, he's definitely a guy, if I'm thinking about rolling kind of the double mid-range route, let's say I didn't go all the way up to Paxton, uh, Ryu and uh, and Rodome, that would kind of be my combo, I think. If I, didn't, if I didn't want to go all the way up and I wanted to just live in the mid-range, I think those would be my two guys. I, I love Ryu here. Or, or, or McHugh and Ryu. You know, I, I just think those three guys, McHugh, Ryu, and Rodon would be my favorites, followed by uh, Fry. But that 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 collection of those four guys, just just I would live in that range if I kind of want to go just mid-range and not go all the way up. Um, The other side of this game, or the bats here, I don't really have a lot of interest in Pittsburgh bats. If I was going to play any Pittsburgh bat, it would be Ho Kong, Kang, um he's come back and he looks healthy again like i I, he's a guy that i'm going to be playing a lot this season and i don't mind him um in this spot yeah i I got you i I understand it completely i'm looking really quick i don't want to go on my way to take bats against ryu yeah he's not cheap enough never mind um I, the way I approach the Dodgers is I think you can play any of the Dodgers bats as one-offs any day of the week against any pitcher. And I always like to stack them when they're at home because they always have lower ownership at night. Um, that's how I approach the Dodgers. I don't think there is a bad bat here. I do think Chris Archer is an above-average pitcher. Um, and we're starting to see him pitch a lot better this season again. Um I think I stack the Dodgers or I probably stay away. Yeah, I got you. I mean, that's how I feel about the Dodgers. I very rarely will I take them as one-offs. Uh, I have taken Bellinger as a one-off before, but just generally speaking, I think they're always a team you want. If you're going to play them, you want to stack them. 
because typically they do score runs in bunches. Well, yeah, Bellinger's averaging the most fantasy points per game this season, and it's by like a point and a half over Yelich. So obviously, like he's 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 in play every day. You can play him as one off. You can play him in cash. However you want to play Bellinger, he's just seeing the baseball very well right now and absolutely crushing the ball with twelve home runs, batting four twenty six. Texas at Seattle, Shelby Miller against Kikuchi. Um, do we have any interest in Shelby Miller? No. We saw Marco Gonzalez pitch really good against Texas. We talked about him yesterday about just going out there and, and being clean and not really having upside. Well, he proved us wrong. Um, nine strikeouts in seven innings, going to get the win. Um, he's Ooh. like, hey, <laughs> hey, morning grind. Here's my upside, buddies. <laughs> um, just goes to show, like, Texas does struggle with left-handed pitching. Do we have any interest here in UC? You say Kikuchi? I say Kakachi. No. Uh, tri- tribute to Cheese on that. Uh, no, no, no interest in Kikuchi today. Uh, unnecessary play for me. Yeah, if he was, like, really cheap, I think I could roll the dice, but... He's kind of in that same price range um, as, like, I would play Descofani before I would Absolutely. play him. Absolutely. So, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to take the risk on Descofani first. Um, or, like, yeah. Stroman. Yeah, for sure. Or go up to Max <laughs> Freed or Radon. Um, I played a little Marco Gonzalez, by the way. Um, <laughs> try, I was trying to see what how many fantasy points he was up to, and it wouldn't load for me. Um He's probably at about if he's got nine strikeouts, eighteen uh, on DK. He has thirty DK points right now without a win. Oh boy! I played I played Marco Gonzalez on my Boston stack to try to be different on my Boston stack. So it's not doing anything because Boston didn't really do anything. They scored seven runs and it was like block seven runs. Um, bats here. Anything for Texas? Uh. No, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm just not playing Texas right now, man. Um, I know, I know, I know you're gonna plug in your boy, but I, I'm, I'm not playing anybody from Texas today. Yeah, I'll play Gallo again. I know he didn't do anything on um, not Thursday just, night. The game's not over. Listen, man. So I know he didn't do anything on on. Um, <laughs> I know he didn't do anything on um, Thursday night against the lefty. I guess there's a lefty pitching right now, and he's up the bat. He's up but, right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Solo, I mean, home runs happen anytime. Ask uh, ask the Phillies uh, uh, about Starling Castro in, yeah. in the 12th inning or whatever. Luke Voigt couldn't <laughs> hit that home run, huh? But, yeah, Joey Gallo, I, I'm going to play him all season against left-handed pitching. Um, is So the Seattle side of things, Seattle is my – Probably my favorite stack on the slate, Will. I know they're they're going off for 14 runs on Thursday, but Shelby Miller, Shelby Miller, like he was terrible before he got hurt, got hurt, came back, and just he has an 8x FIP, a 7% K rate, and a 16% walk rate. This bullpen, that young kid, I felt so bad for her, and he just, I don't know if it was nerves or anything, but he couldn't throw a strike. And, we, you know, obviously that is something that you're always concerned about. And, like, the two teams that I played him on, um, they obviously didn't do well. Um, they have – one has 33 points. Um, that's how bad it was. But um, – It's baseball. It's baseball. I know it's baseball. He put up negative 12, but that's not the worst I've ever seen. 
So anyway, what I was going to say is this bullpen is taxed. Um, he taxed this bullpen, and I love Seattle here. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be playing Seattle a bunch here. Yes, well, welcome to the, like. Listen, man, and I, this is something I talked about before the show. I mean, I think Seattle has almost single-handedly just helped me just print some money this season. Uh, just my goodness, they, oof. Guys, if you only knew. So I, I like Seattle again. I'm with you. Uh, Navarez, Encarnacion, Santana, Vogelbach, Hanniger. I'll even play D. Gordon today on a wraparound. Uh, I, I love these guys, period. Yeah, I, I don't ever look at pricing before the podcast, but just kind of looking at some of the pricing here, there's some really good pricing on some of these guys. Um, Hanniger being the most expensive, um, but Vogelbach, all these guys really, Navarez would be the one guy that I probably would stay away from. I don't ever want to pay that much for a catcher. So don't mind him if you're stacking or something, but, um, that would be the only time I would pay that price for him. But Shelby Miller has been terrible. Um, last game on the slate, we got New York at San Francisco, James Paxton, Madison Bumgarner. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. Um, Paxton went out and finally showed us that James Paxton upside in his last start, um, gets one of the best matchups on the slate, obviously here. Um, and 96 is a little bit of a discount to DeGrom and Scherzer. And he's a guy that just put up 35 and 43 in his back-to-back starts. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, listen on a site like DK where he's, like you said, 9,600, uh, I think he's the best play on the slate. Period. Best on the slate. Now, we've talked about guys like Rodon, right? I love those guys in that mid-range, but I think I think the bottom line is you need to play Paxton here. Best pitcher on the slate for the price. Um, so, yeah, that, that's just it. A massive strikeout upside against a team that's going to struggle uh, with left-handed pitching. Just every everything yields – him being the best play on the slate, best ballpark, just everything's working in his favor. He should crush. Yeah, and I, I, I think you can make a strong argument to put him in cash on Fandle oh. over over Scherzer. Um, yeah, absolutely. I agree, hundred percent. Amazing ballpark discount to Scherzer. Um, so yeah, Paxson, and not only that, like this team, like to tell you how bad this team is against lefties. Pilar is probably the best bat in this lineup against lefties. Um, like, uh, yeah. Play Paxton today. He He's in an amazing spot. He's my number one pitcher on the slate. I don't care about price. If I was going to rank them by pure fantasy points, I would rank him above Scherzer and DeGrom today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you 100%. The other side of this game, you know, obviously Madison Baumgartner um does not have like that dominating strikeout stuff that he once did but he obviously when we look at his 2017 numbers you know and we look at like his 2019 numbers we're starting to see those type of numbers again um i'm not gonna play Bumgarner here but i'm certainly not gonna stack against him either yeah yeah and I, i feel the exact same way ballpark this this could turn out to be somewhat of a pitcher's duel. It's just in their favor on both sides, not a need to play them. So I'm with you 100%. In this game, you just play – I don't think I'm going to play Bumgarner, but I think out of this game, you just play Paxton and look for outstanding results. All right, well, um, 
Luke Voigt's the only Luke Voigt and Gary Sanchez, the only two bats that I would play from this entire game. If there's anybody you want to add, go right ahead. But that's all I got here. Nope. I don't have anybody else, my dude. The two big power bats. That's what I want. Even though Luke Voigt, man, or Sanchez, either one of you guys could have just you could have made me a ton of freaking money. Oh. Um, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Um Give me your favorite pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on this slate. Under 8K. Interesting. Yeah, you can't take Freed. You can't take Rodon. I can't take any, any, any of my heavy hitters. So, man, I think I'm going to go with somebody that I think has the ability, and we're just going to have to see if it works out on this slate. Uh, g- give me Marcus Stroman. All right. I'm going to take um, Desclafani against all yeah. those righties. Yeah, for sure. Um, Over 8K not to score 15 fantasy points. Who's your bust today? Man. I- I'm-, I'm stuck between two guys. One's going to be controversial. The other will not be. I- I- give me Matt. Give me strong. Give me strong. I think he's the right answer up here. He'd be the guy that I would fade price-wise. I'm going to take Charlie Morton. Yeah. He certainly can get over 15, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to take my my heating up Red Sox over him. Um yeah. So I've struggled on this one this week. I I I have a lot to make it up to do. Whoever I pick needs to hit too. Um give me your favorite play over 4K to hit a home run. Oh you, boy. If you take my guy, I might reach through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I don't think you're gonna take him. I, I've got a guy that I want to take. I'm gonna leave him to you because I think I know who it is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve him for you. I'm not gonna say it. Actually give me uh g- give give me Vladimir today. Oh, first day. First day, flat. Homer? Yeah. G- give me right, who, who do you think I was going to take? Oh, Mr. Acuna. It's easy. All right. Just making sure. Like, I'm going to the game. Like, bobblehead night. It, okay, so I, there was two people I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Acuna or Vogelbach. Um, under 4K to get two hits today. Who's your cheapie? Man, there's so many. Um, I was trying to kind of go dumpster diving here. Give me I want to give you somebody good. You know what? I, I like the price on this guy. Give me Brian Dozier, thirty seven hundred. All right. I'm looking and you're like there's a bunch of options. I don't think there's as many options today. Now, now, usually, I, I, I can run some names off real quick. No, I usually write them down as I'm going, and I didn't write down anybody cheap today. So I'm kind of just, I'm kind of looking through here. Um, I know there's somebody. I'm I'm trying to get somebody like in the 35 range, like half of the the angels. I'm just. Throw it out there. No, I know, I know. I saw <laughs> I saw a lot of the angels down here, but oh man. 
Um, yeah, I guess I will take one of the Angels' bats. I don't want to, but I oh, will. Don't, don't do it, man. Um, give me, man, the Angels' bats that I want. None of them are. None of them are cheap enough. Sorry, I'm totally like. Oh, I'm man, scrambling here. I gotta gotta look at some of these value plays. Um, you know what? Give me Inciarte. I like it. I like it. I don't need a home run. I need two hits. Um. All right. Your stack to score six or more runs. Um. All right. I'm not gonna give you guys Seattle today because you guys. I think you guys know by now. I, I gave him Seattle yesterday, Will. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to give him Seattle today. Uh, if the weather's good, give me give me Philly today. I, I like Philly. All right. I'm looking through my notes here. Um, he, you know what? Let's just let's just ride a full Braves. Um, I'm going to this game. I want to see him score more than six runs. So my answer would be Seattle or Minnesota. Um, Minnesota would be my sneaky one today, but I'm going to take, um, Atlanta because I'm going to the game and I want them to score. So my, my official answer is Atlanta. My fun answer, or I guess my official answer is Atlanta, but my, my actual answer probably would have been Minnesota. Does that make more sense? Yeah, I got you. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here, my friend? No, I am good to go. It's been fun hanging out. Uh, no, we had a long pod, fifteen games. Whew, what a doozy! Yeah, there. Anytime we have a fifteen game podcast and you guys want actual good information, um, we're going to be a little bit longer than an hour. I said yesterday we were going to give away a Rotor Grinders T shirt to somebody who had subscribed. And rated the podcast. I'm just randomly scrolling here um, through, up and down, just going to pick one with my thumb. Um, all right. So I'm going to take this guy right here. Um, M-R-O-N-H-E-L. Um, he left a comment on the podcast on February 11th. Um, yeah. Beginning of my research always starts with the morning grind. If Chief Justice 06 is co-hosting. I'm guaranteed to win money. So there you go. So I'm going to give it to him. He can message me on Twitter and um, we'll get him a Rotogrinders t-shirt. So we'll give away maybe another one next week. All right, my dude. Uh, congrats, man. Uh, keep, keep banging out the tunes out there. Uh, Arnhels, that's the producer. Well, he makes music. I know who he is. So uh, keep banging it out out there, man. All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here. If everyone has an awesome weekend. If you're going to the Braves game, hits me up. Um, good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys again on Monday.